What's going on, guys? And welcome as episode, uh, what is this, 16? Uh, I believe so. Let me be the, the weekly double check. Well, DL's uh, going to check that. Of course, I'm one of your co-hosts, Stephen E. What's up, guys? DL in the building, coming at you guys. Once again, we got something nice. Episode, uh, yeah, this is episode 16 from ah, the Staincast. Yeah, yeah. I was right. Um, so, of course, this week we are covering Child's Play for Staintober. Staintober is quickly coming to an end, as we only got one more episode left after this. Crazy. Um, but before before we hop into Child's Play, we got a couple of news, as well as uh, new content that we wanted to talk about. Um, first off, in terms of news, two trailers drops for Marvel Studios. Uh, we got uh, the first Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania trailer. And the first trailer for the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. I guess talking about the holiday special first. I mean, it looks like a little cute, fun holiday thing. I'm not really expecting much of it. It's going to be just, you know, yeah. something fun to just get us in the holiday mood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah there wasn't anything that particularly stood out to me either. And I'm sure if it's a special presentation, it won't be that long. It won't be. I, I know we're talking about how they said it's like a like it's if it transitions into it. I would. What do you think? Maybe like ten, the last like ten minutes are you meaningful? Because they, they, from, yeah. from the trailer, it kind of seems yeah. like they're just. It's kind of just like the, the character, like in the characters' universe, but like Christmas. Like yeah, that's really all it is. So we'll see how that turns out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's coming out in November, which is surprising when I saw the date for it. It's like November twenty eighth or something, which I thought yeah, was weird. Yeah, November twenty eighth. So that that is definitely interesting. But I mean, I'm not mad at that either. Mm-hmm. Uh, We'll probably cover it like the beginning of of December, you know, starting the Christmas, uh, kick yeah. that off. But uh, the the bigger one was definitely the Quantumania trailer. I mean, in for me, uh, it just pretty much solidified everything I already knew. This movie's definitely going to be different in terms of tone of the other two Ant Man. Uh, it looks like Jonathan Majors is going to carry this movie, um, and I really hope Ant Man dies. I'm not gonna lie. And I hope fucking hope him gets a fucking haircut. That shit's awful. <laughs> yeah, dude. That, the first movie. That's what I'm saying. Like somehow she is has her worst haircut in the third one, and all the the second one wasn't bad. I wasn't mad at the second one. It was just regular haircut. But the first one, yeah, she was pretty hideous too, which I think is which gets me tight. Well, I guess it's no longer the Ant Man in the MILF. I mean, I guess it is, but the hair just ain't it. Yeah, but I'm on the same boat as you. I hope. I mean, it looks the trailers look amazing. Uh, I'm kind of just at the point with Marvel right now where I got to see more than that, but it looks really good. Jonathan Majors, like you said, like if, if he does, if he doesn't, like if he, if he's not good in this movie, it's impossible for anyone else to be good. What happened? What the fuck, what the fuck was that? I heard the, uh, what was I saying? Oh yeah. Sorry. What I was just saying is if Jonathan Majors can't carry this movie, nobody can. Yeah. And like, like I've said numerous times and like, I'll probably say even more times whenever we get to She-Hulk, if, Wakanda Forever, Secret Evasion, and Quantumania. If any of those three aren't good, I might be uh, like off Marvel for a little while. Because like that's kind of their uh, what's the word for it? like the, the, that's kind of the hit is like that's kind of like their freaking their marquee lineups. When like obviously we have Guardians, but like I always consider that more of a James Gunn mm-hmm. like kind of f- f- function. It's a little separate off. Yeah, exactly. Like just in the same universe, but whatever. So I hope it's good. It obviously from the trailers, it looks fucking amazing. Jonathan Majors, mm-hmm. just I mean, it's just, just a cut. This the idea of him being able to play all the different Kangs with his range. I think it's kind of a recipe for success. So the ball is in Marvel's court. We'll see if they can somehow mess it up. But I'm very excited for it. Hopefully Neither. not. Yeah, me either. I'm... Going from the other side, something that just oh, yeah. came out from DC. Exactly. We don't normally talk about DC in a positive light on this uh, podcast, but here we are. <laughs> Alas, here we are with Black Adam. Yeah. What did you think of it? I know you watched it more recently tough. than I did. That shit was tough. Absolutely. Like, there was some things like I didn't give a fuck about any of the the normal human storyline. No, you know, I, I that's always that's literally the classic fucking story building where they got to give every character an arc or something where the only people really cared about was i mean really just freaking dr fate at some point like he was the I fucking mean, he, 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 he was he was definitely the, the star of the show besides of course 
the post credit scene. We will not spoil it here for you guys. If you want to go watch that movie, highly recommend. Definitely want to see the post credit scene. Mm-hmm. I, mean, but, I guess it's not a spoiler because what's his name literally put it on his Instagram. I mean, both of them, yeah. I guess it's not the, the Superman is is back. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I, it's ridiculous that we have to rejoice that literally the man made born to be Superman is now Superman again. But that's just how that's just how good DC rolls. But very excited yeah. that he's back. And I need Man of Steel 2 off them soon. I do. However, it's going to take too long. But oh, yeah. something I am excited for is the fact I don't that James Gunn is... for that shit yet. Yeah. But I'm excited for the fact that James Gunn is co-CEO of the new DC Studios. Yeah. I mean, his humor is definitely the most consistent, even in the Marvel, even mm-hmm. in the MCU. I think, like, his... No matter what happens, no matter who's the characters, what's the backdrop, what's the joke, his is definitely the most consistent, where you can have some shows where I'm not going to get into it like we do every week it always just devolves into us ripping on she hulk but uh like his humor is always like there's not like some jokes that fall like flat like literally fall fucking at 100 miles per hour to the earth and some that are hilarious like he's definitely the most conservative with his jokes where he doesn't just start throwing at them throwing them throwing them at you yeah and if you if you go and you watch guardians one the suicide squad peacemaker hell even the the 2002 scooby-doo movie that he wrote like it's all the same. Like you could tell it's all mm-hmm. James Gunn. Yeah, yeah. I definitely feel good with it with uh, DC in his hands, especially since Peacemaker. Literally, I don't think any person would have ever predicted that show would be like that good. Because like I'm not saying it's amazing or anything, but comparatively to what we've been getting, that shit is fucking good, really good, mm-hmm. fantastic, even. Yeah, exactly. And a little bit more on Black Adam. I. Relative, I really enjoyed that The Rock wasn't playing himself. Like there was like, I mean, obviously it peaked through. But I mean, that's just that's just what happens when you play yourself in every movie. It's like when sometimes, the rock. exactly, especially since he was the executive producer on this shit. So of course he's gonna have some lines where he's gonna be like, I'm sure the director's like, Nah, nah, nah don't do it. He's like, Yeah, come on, it's not gonna hurt anything. You you could tell there was like when he says like son, when he's like son or whatever, whatever the line was. I, I, it's just literally, I like whenever he says like, you can kind of tell when he's not playing Black Adam because it's literally like all of his movies just get tossed at you at once. I don't even know how to explain it besides that, but. No, I, d- I definitely know what you're trying to say. Yeah. Um, but but besides the fact, though, he definitely – I'm excited to see more of him. Absolutely. Um, and I love the mindless action. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, I, as, I, much as, as much as I don't like the Shazam movies, I'm still hoping that he fights Shazam just because that would be fucking ridiculous. And the chemistry between the yeah. two of them, I feel like, would be pretty well. Yeah. And then, of course, you know what they're setting up is Superman versus Black Adam. Yeah, which is going to be literally fucking – after Secret Wars, probably, so we can, we're gonna have to wait on that one. But yeah, I'm very excited for it. I really like, like, if I know, I feel like we say this every time a good DC movie comes out, then they always let us down. But, but this year has been a very, has been a very good year for DC. So I'm actually very optimistic for the future of them now. Besides Shazam and Aquaman too, and Flash, but that's that's under old management. So it is what it is. True, but I guess uh, we could just get right into it then. Hmm. Saint Toba. My favorite franchise. Ooh. My favorite horror vil- villain. Chucky. 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 1988's Child's Play. Uh, a masterpiece um, from the creative mind of the goat, Don Mancini. The kid. Uh, this man knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, where do we want to start? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I'm not oh, like horribly familiar with the franchise. I think I've seen, I've seen because what there's like seven of movies, eight movies, whatever it is. Uh, there's, the one, there's one, two, three Bride, Seed, Cult, uh, Curse, and then two seasons of the TV show. Okay, yeah, I, I, I've watched some with some of those in the middle. Uh, I just watched so much horror movies when I was younger where they all just started to blend together. So that's why I'm trying to get back on it and kind of like distinguish one from the other because it's yeah. very easy to get confused in this genre, especially during like the 70s and the 80s where like they were all kind of just spitballing off each other, which is fine because you I mean, you could just tell inspirations from all of these movies we've covered. But mm-hmm. I, I guess, yeah, I, I guess if you didn't have any like uh, like broad strokes you wanted to hit on the movie, we could just go right into the favorite and least favorite characters. I mean- I mean, Broad Strokes, I, I, this is a cult classic. Like, mm-hmm. 
there's a reason why this franchise is still continuing its canon up until this series 30 some odd years later like yeah. up until the tv series 30 some odd years later like this is fantastic the the cast is is great and always pulls their weight throughout the entire more movie of course i guess this will lead right to the favorite character my favorite character and i'm pretty sure you could say the same dl is chucky yeah brad dorif is is the voice of chucky and and like i know mark hamill did it like his rendition of it was all right the movie was shit but it, like it was all right but <laughs> is that the Brad uh Dorf, tw- 2019 one yeah but it's like as much as we were saying last week of how robert england is freddy yeah brad dwarf is chucky you could hear his yeah. voice in any role he's playing and it's like oh shit that's yeah. chucky yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, it's definitely not by accident when they choose these guys. They have to, they need an iconic voice. Like if you just have some random Joe Schmo voicing these guys, these shows would never get off the ground because horror movies themselves are already a super niche um, medium, especially since most of them are rated R. So like it kind of just like it's really tailored, like fine tuned to certain people. So it's definitely hard to kind of like market to everybody, but. With the voice, I mean, with, with a voice like uh, what was Brad Dorif? Dorif, yeah. Brad Dorif, yep. Yeah, it, it really does. Uh, set, it sets them up for success, and like you said, the fact that it's like the only horror movie that actually has a canon that's doesn't have to be explained within like an hour long. Like it's pretty straightforward, at least from what it's, I've, it's I've the, said. It's the only one that doesn't have multiple timelines or retcons yeah. or reboots. It yeah, is, which I think, which is very impressive for horror, because they just can't help themselves with that shit. Usually, yeah. there's just like a direct, like the, the studio gets greedy and they're like, no, 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 we gotta push out these movies every certain amount of years. They rush it, all that stuff, and then we get shit like fucking, what is that shit for uh, Jason in space? Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, like like Child's Play three and Seed are fucking garbage. Like mm-hmm. those, they're, they're still garbage. However. If you want to watch him for the kinicity of it, as well as, you know, Chucky is still Chucky and he's still charming and he's still, you know, great. And even in Seed, it has its 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 moments. Yeah. And you, honestly, Seed is very much you need to watch it, especially for uh, season two of the show right now. Mm-hmm. But it is just um, it's it's great. It's a, it's a great franchise to, to watch. And it's definitely yeah. like it's a must play for me every Halloween, whether it's one of the movies. It doesn't really matter which one. Is this your favorite one? No. What would you say your favorite I think, is? I think my favorite in the franchise yeah. is the series. Like okay. the series. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, because it has the hindsight of being made like nowadays with literally fucking flawless well, fucking. Yeah. yeah, but like, but like the way that it ties up literally every single movie and the okay. way that like it introduces the new characters and, and just, just the way that the series is and how it's such a, a love letter to the entire franchise that's come before it that someone like like me who's followed the franchise or or even like like someone like you who has know some of it and like wants to binge the rest it's mm-hmm. it's great if you don't include the series especially because it's not finished it's only on season two i think my favorite is cult that's the most recent movie that came out in 20 I think it was 17 yeah uh and it is it is phenomenal the kills in it are phenomenal the it's it's great it's that that's probably my favorite of the franchise but this is definitely up there uh, I, th- I would say in the top three for sure word yeah no because i like i said i'm not hugely familiar on it so i was just kind of looking for your take on it uh so for the ones that are crappy would you say like it's probably just the supporting cast like it's usually not chucky like chucky kind of is pretty yeah, chucky's still the chucky movie. yeah chucky's still chucky the animatronics look great some of the kills depends on what it is okay um but overall yeah it's just it's like for three it's the writing for four i mean not for four for a seed it's a lot (laughs) see see, seed is just a lot to get through but once you do then you hit curse and cult and then the the series and then which is arguably some of the best that they've come up with that's gone so but like i said my favorite character is chucky i don't know if yours differs no mine's definitely chucky he's the center of the uh, like he's definitely like the center of the film uh 
because there, there really wasn't anything else. Like I, I didn't realize that the kid was actually six years old. So I'll give him a little yep. honorable mention because that's ridiculously impressive considering how yep, much he was actually he had. six years old and he is still playing Andy Barkley uh, up until <laughs> in the series. He's still same actor, same character. That's crazy. I mean, that tells you something about the director and just the overall studio that runs the movie when these guys are oh, happy he, to come back like that. Literally, that's like Brad, Brad Dorif has literally been playing Chucky for 30 something years. Um, Andy Barkley's been, been, uh, been played by Alex Vincent for by 30 years. Um, this is literally like all Jennifer Tilly does anymore. <laughs> um, even, even Brad Dorif's daughter, Fiona Dorif joins and is a major character in cult curse and the series. No, oh, well, yeah. so it's like it, it's definitely a big family that that they they've made over there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I'll just give like I said the honorable mention to to Andy. Uh, Andy, yeah, just just because I, I he was getting me pissed off the entire movie because like I think that like the script he was given was kind of crappy. But then I then I did some reading. I was like, damn, this man's six years old. I can't. It's just, I just on merit, I can't hate on him. Uh. A six-year-old kid for especially how many lines he had. Like it's not like he was there just to be a. He, he was like the center of the the movie yeah. besides Chucky. Yeah, absolutely. He definitely had more lines than Chucky. That's for sure. Like it was because uh, like Chucky really didn't even start speaking until like I feel like halfway through the movie. Like like really like with the the voice of yeah. Uh, they, they, Brad Dourif. This this mm-hmm. yeah. This this is probably the most different. Like the the closest is is Curse, which Curse wanted to do like not a full reboot, but like a return to basics type of thing mm-hmm. so you don't see chucky in either of the movies until like halfway through keep it a mystery obviously in curse of chucky you're like okay you know it's chucky you know he's like mm-hmm. but when this came out at the time it's like you didn't know if it was like andy that as that small figure running in the background or or mm-hmm. if andy was the one who killed or or anything that's going on because you don't see chucky like it's weird and like you're putting hints together but they did such a good job at like hiding him yeah. making him more yeah. creepy in this and like he still has some jokes but he doesn't have nearly as many one-liners as he will in the future when the it definitely becomes more horror comedy than anything else okay yeah my least favorite character i just give to the detective just because he was hating and he didn't do a very good job as, as like acting and line yeah. delivery and shit uh, what's mean, his name uh i don't remember off the top of my head was it jack santos no 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 it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. But as, as a, if you guys watch it, you know what I'm talking about. The detective that helps out, uh, helps out Karen. I, I'd probably agree with you. I mean, there's really no other uh, characters I can give it to. I mean, I always got to give props to the single mom. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like the character she's playing, I've, I've, it wasn't bad. It's, it just suffers from being made in the '80s, where the acting and the, the scripts were pretty yeah, mediocre still, at times, and yeah, kind of left still, love to be desired with the characters. Yeah, but overall, you know, pretty good. Yeah. I guess we can move on to our favorite uh, kill then. Which I'm there aren't to... too many in this movie. Yeah, like a lot of them were off like uh, off screen with an asterisk where like it wasn't you weren't really getting like that visceral like like blood shooting everywhere like we got in uh, uh Nightmare on Elm Street last week. There wasn't like a lot of like in your face kind of kills where it's like, like the kind of shit that creeps you out. But I'm going to give my favorite to the doctor. That man gets zapped. That shit is <laughs> at the end of the movie when uh, yeah. Chucky put the, the, whatever that is, the shock therapy thing on his head. That was fucking vile. That's a good one. Uh, the voodoo one's not in this one. That's in. Yeah, it is. When he breaks the guy's leg and like makes it. It is, him... right? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, I say that one's. I, that's just creative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it, it was definitely interesting. I, I just. Uh... I kind of wish there was a little bit more blood considering it was rated R. I know standards change over time. This movie probably wouldn't even be rated R nowadays, I feel no, like. probably not at all. It would be PG-13. Considering, I mean, There's Black no Adam is PG-13. And this movie, and that movie is a whole magnitude of order, higher, more gory. Like, you, the man yes. gets... He slaughters people. Disintegrates, I mean, if you will. Yeah, no. One well, little side note, jumping off the child's play real quick. I love, how, like, every 20 minutes for, like, the first hour of the movie, you just hear a guitar riff, and he just starts fucking killing people. Like they, they, yeah. they start lining up for him. But um, I'm all, side note aside, that I just thought that was really funny that the, the the rock knows what the people want. They just want to see people getting fucking massacred and blowing up and just tossed at each other. 
Uh, but where was I? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, my favorite kill is definitely the doctor. That's just hilarious. And they did a really good job considering like they really made, they really sold that he was getting shocked to death. Like by the, by the end of it, he was, he wasn't looking so hot. Not at all. But I guess then we can move into our, our favorite kill. If you, if you want to just say that again real quick, just because they kind of cut out a bit. I'm retarded. Yeah, you It's all right, because it. for some reason I said favorite kill again. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> all right. So I guess now we can make it into the make or break moments of the movie. Because <laughs> I'm fucking brain dead and uh, don't know how to speak. <laughs> uh, definitely. Um, the, the, well, one of my favorite scenes would probably be... Uh, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of like this one for me. Yeah, that's true. I'd agree. And I, I think that I thought was hilarious was uh, the beginning of the movie, like that chase between the detective and uh, Chucky. Mm-hmm. I think that, yeah, that that was definitely on the interesting side, and it was a little ridiculous, kind of just like falling on the ground, like kind of in a prone position, shooting at him and getting back up or whatever yeah. the hell was going on. Yeah, I mean they explain a lot in the 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 future franchise, future like installments. But I mean, yeah, it, it's it's weird. Yeah, it's just the way it's choreographed more than anything. It just kind of seems super uh, stiff, just to, like their movements and like how they're coming at each other and shit. But whatever. Uh, it's not really a scene in particular, but I can always appreciate a film that doesn't try to dump the exposition of like the whole uh, mythos. <laughs> of everything that's going on in the first movie. Like, I feel like for someone who's recently at least only watched this movie, like I've seen like seen clips and all that shit of the other ones, but recently-wise, after just watching this movie, I, there's definitely a lot of unanswered questions, and it's a good kind of unanswered questions where it makes me want to have them answered compared to just where there's so many where it's like, all right, I don't even know where to start. Yeah. No, I, like I definitely... Whole- it definitely helps from that because it's like you, you still want to know, like, okay... What's going on with Chucky? Is he dead? Is he? Yeah. Or um, it's just like the whole like transferring souls process. Like definitely leaves a lot, uh, a lot of question marks around it, which I think is interesting. Oh, and I'm, I'm sure they explain in the future. Watch more of the franchise. There'll be even more. <laughs> now, so so I'm honestly for me, any time you see Chucky's animatronics, because for the time, like Gremlin showed what animatronics could do. Mm-hmm. But this, even more looks so, looks really good. I mean, a great job of just making it look like, like, like you said, for the time, like, you, yeah, nowadays you can gripe about it, but at that point in time, there's that is like a picture perfect shot. Like, I'm sure there was a lot of quality control on that to make sure like you didn't see any of like the the, the part moving parts underneath or anything. But my God, it looks amazing. <laughs> Yeah, and somehow it just keeps getting better too as the movies progress on. Every, as everything goes, oh, absolutely, and I'm it, sure it looks amazing if, by now. We, yeah, and if we dis- discuss them in, in the future, which I hope we do, um, we'll definitely see more of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, I don't really have too many breaks. Yeah. No, no, uh, no, overall, no. the movies, you know, pretty good. Nothing really takes you out of it. It's kind of short, concise, gets you right to the. Yeah. Point A to B, what you need to do answers most of the questions, leaves you with the good ones, like you said. Yeah. So no real breaks from it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, 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 there's like two where I, I don't know if I'm putting them under breaks or yeah. It's so I'll just wait till we get the yeah. to speak about them. There's nothing bad. It's just more, just classic like old horror, uh, stereotypes. Yeah. But I guess then we can move on to our favorite quotes. Oh God, I'm dying from the <laughs> from the scene I was talking with. Like I said, just everything about that scene was just so weird. Like I don't know if it was in a bad way or a good way, but it just felt so weird to me. Like getting shot. Like yeah, like it, <laughs> I just I just couldn't imagine being the first thing, first reaction when someone shoots me is Oh God, I'm oh, dying. God, I'm dying. <laughs> you hear this, you son of a bitch. I'm going to get you for this. I'm going to get you and I'm going to get Eddie no matter what. <laughs> Give me the body. <laughs> like I said, he, Ch- Chucky's not as funny in, in, in this movie as he is in the future. 
Yeah, they're definitely playing it more conservative when it comes to like his uh, comedy act. Like, he's definitely toned down. Like even just from the clips I've seen from other movies, are my memory of it. Oh, he's a lot is... more vulgar, and and the best part is, is the TV series doesn't hold back from that either. He's just as vulgar in that as he is in any of anything else. <laughs> Damn, is that a TV show TVMA or what's that? Uh, I believe so. It's on Sci-Fi. Okay. I think they have a version for USA that they like censor, and then yeah, anything on streaming. Like the one on Peacock is actual the series. Just rest in peace to Peacocktober, by the way. I was very upset to see that Peacocktober has not returned this year. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't do that. That was that was perfect. Yeah, I'm sure they were just getting a fucking a lot of flack from it just from Cocktober. People, yeah, people just just being ridiculous and just having beef with literally anything that somebody does. Yeah. Um, you stupid I don't know if bitch. You filthy slut. I'll teach you how to fuck with me. I'll teach you not to fuck with me. That's just funny. Yeah, yeah. Like he definitely has like a bravado to his voice, and just like it's he's just really good at like turning on like uh, the, the, the like the like the more uh, psychological aspect of it. Where at the end of the day, he is a doll, and they're, 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 yeah, he definitely that's has. What, like, that's what I'm saying. Like. Like, you had this and you had, like, Toy Story, where it's, like, the whole, like, fucking Toys to Life thing. Mm-hmm. Like, 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 there yeah. is, like, he definitely has a lot of shortcomings, with obviously, being a doll when you have some of the scenes where he's, like, overpowering people and shit. But the voice definitely sells it a lot more, where he's just so aggravated and angry and pissed off so all the time. They actually give a, an example, I mean, not an example, an explanation about why he can overpower people, even though he's a doll. Later okay, what is Okay, yeah, because uh, that was gonna that was gonna be one of my yikes because I was just sometimes because like when they were dealing with um Andy, Andy, right? Yeah, when the, well, well, like when Andy, well, yeah, when Andy and him were fighting, that's fine. Like it's He's obviously, pretty, yeah, exactly. When you have like detectives and like people getting tossed by yeah. him, it's like Jesus. So um the this is not much of a spoiler, but in the finale of season one. He's talking to one of the characters, and he's probably like, "You're probably wondering why I have so much strength, even though I'm just a doll." And he says, "Like that's the like some Dembella magic or whatever the fuck. Hmm. It's it's just the voodoo magic that he has is what makes okay. him that strong." Yeah, I assume that they could take some angle like that because it would make more sense. Because if he was just a doll, like a hollow like toy, like a just a regular doll, like that would. That wouldn't make much sense because he was yeah, like no. stabbing people, biting people. It's like, all right. No, he's 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 human through and through. He is yeah. just in a doll body. He's even got like blood. And mm-hmm. trust me, like I said, if we cover and you watch more of the franchise, you will see all of that in its glory. Okay. Yeah, I'll definitely. I'm, I'm going to try to get get on that. I just have a lot of DC animated. I got to text you, by the way. And uh, send you a couple of the DC movies I was looking at, the animated joints oh, yeah. on HBO Max, because a couple I mean, of them were looking pretty good. Well, we'll uh, yeah, we'll do that before fucking, we'll just do that before we end. Okay, yeah, word, because there's a couple that I was looking at, and I need, I need to, your opinion, because I'm not trying to watch one of these, and it's like the only bad one, or it's just trash. No, no, yeah, like like I said, I've I've seen pretty much all of them, so I will, I know which ones yeah. are are bad. I didn't realize. Uh, I, was I, say, I, I didn't realize Jensen Ackles is fucking the Red Hood in one of yeah. the fucking edits. <laughs> yeah, and and I'll tell you which ones like to watch if you don't have any on that on your list. Okay. But anyways, um, I guess then moving on to the yeah I, moments. I know we just I came I had the future rebuttal for one of yours, but I don't know if you have any yeah. others. Uh, not even more of a yeah. It was more just like a. An interesting thing when the when the guy when Chucky pulls up on the his partner who abandoned him in the beginning, and uh-huh. the guy's like shooting at the walls and shit, and the kid comes running towards the gunshot. I, that that kind of was I was like, eh. I'm that's not sure. Six year, I'm not sure a six year old kid's run into the into the firefight like that. But that that's that is fair. But that, I mean, I guess what I mean, that's Chicago, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's the shy. Uh, the trenches. Yeah. Um, I was just going to say the classic no one believing the victim, uh, the police officer getting assaulted and crashing his car and still the other detective didn't believe him. Yeah. No one. Yeah, that, that is another thing is no one believes anybody in this franchise mm. that it's a doll. <laughs> That's funny. 
Another thing that was getting me tight is every single time people had Chucky in their hands, they'd fucking throw him. It's like, keep him, like, literally do something. Like, there has to be a better way, because then he'd just run away or something. And it's, it just felt like fucking Groundhog Day sometimes. Where they, well, like, there's got to be some other better way to fucking control him or contain yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. Instead of him, him going at you, him, like, stabbing you and shit, getting you off guard, you pick him up. Then all of a sudden, they're, like, flailing him. They're like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And they throw him against the wall. He fucking hits the ground. He just runs away and does the exact same thing again. That's what it felt like towards the end of the movie. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they do that a lot. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not an expert on killing dolls, so I guess I don't have much to say know. on the subject besides that. Yeah. But that was it. That, that, that was that was my only gripe with the shit. It wasn't that bad. Yeah, it, was, it was more of just like a, a more of a viewing experience thing compared to like an actual story, like being imp- impacted. Then uh, I guess you know what time it is. Oh. Oh yeah. Fuck. Thirsty moment of the movie, just in case you guys couldn't tell that we're leaned in for something. Yes, sir. What else do we lean in this close for? Absolutely nothing. Uh I'll give it to Karen. Cause she ain't looking too bad. Yeah, that's I mean that's about it. There's not much yeah. else. Fuck. What am I doing there? <laughs> yeah, no, she, she she wasn't bad. Uh I mean, we didn't get any gratuitous shots, unfortunately. I kind of wish we did. I feel like horror is at its peak when people are getting slaughtered and we have gratuitous shots, but whatever. That's the just my own franchise doesn't really have too much of that. Damn it. I'm off it. Damn, bro. <laughs> That's all it took. Yeah, but yeah, I'll just give it to Karen. I don't, I don't think I'd... Uh... Yeah, I have nothing else to expand on that. I mean, there's nothing else. Uh, maybe Maggie, yeah. too, but it's about yeah. she's, she's barely in it. Yeah, so she, she ain't looking too bad. I like the haircut. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. all I got. <laughs> yeah. but Stay I guess, tuned for next uh, week. Ho- hopefully one of these days we'll get a really nasty one again. It's been a while since we've fucking had a full-out slobber fest. I can tell you right now that there there are some next week. Let me take a little peek at the, uh, the, the slate. Oh, yeah, let's go. Way to play. All right, so I guess it's time to get into the question of the week. As usual, every Saturday, if we remember, on Instagram, we at the Staincast, we go and ask you a question or two, try to get you guys involved. Yeah. This week, we asked you guys two, one that pertained to the movie and one that pertained to the Staincast and some upcoming ideas the DL and I have been throwing around itself. Um, But I guess first, uh, DL, which one do you want to take care of? Do you want the first question or the second question? Uh, I'll do the the second one. I mean, the first one is literally fucking nonsense, so. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Um, So the first one I said, I asked what Chucky's best movie was. Uh, this was this was just uh, the only one that January. I can really is just RP two four not to be confused with Chet West Stable. Uh, he said Child's Play one, and then fucking Jacob said the one with Chucky, and then uh, Jonah Ho said Chucky e. Cheese. So great answers there, thank you, fantastic. <laughs> um, Way to play. Yeah. And then uh, thank you guys for your answers on that one. So we have another thing we posted. I think we've been talking about it here and there for the last like forever. Talking about TV shows, how we want to cover it, all that good stuff. We asked we, you guys. We have an idea. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're kind of we're uh, we're narrowing it down. We're kind of fine tuning all the stuff we want to do. It's you don't have to just stick with us. I'm sure the first couple episodes will be a little rocky just because it's new for us and we have to kind of tailor it a little yeah. bit. But yeah, exactly. But we have regardless. We asked you guys what TV shows you want us to cover, because uh, there's so many of them. Yes, sir. And we literally could do that for eternity as long as doing movies. Uh, we have Mr. Esselvigny19 uh, said Chucky. I'm sure you, you you already spoke your piece on that one. I don't know if you have anything else you wanted to say. Nah, it's tough. Watch it. Mm-hmm. We had Mr. Maxwell said The Boys. Definitely on our list, 100%. Yeah, that, that one is absolutely on our list. Yeah. Probably going to cover that uh, in the months leading up to whatever season four is going to premiere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely one of those. Uh, just to give you a little uh, teaser, it's definitely on the short list for show. Mm-hmm. And he it's, also said... It's, it's, it's one of, if not the first, mm-hmm. that we would cover. Yeah, very, yeah, absolutely. Uh, 
Max, uh, he also said again, House of the Dragon plus Game of Thrones. House of the Dragon, I can agree with you with. Game of Thrones, I don't know. I think I'm just going to be pissed off. But yeah, if so, so we... the issue with Game of Thrones is so, A, I've never seen it. But B, B it's fucking eight seasons. <laughs> eight, yeah, eight seasons would it's be a lot. An hour of pop. Like, it's fucking. It's, it's, it's a lot to cover. Some, something that's a little shorter or something that's ongoing but only like one or two seasons deep that we can like mm-hmm. continue when the season's finished type deal mm-hmm. sure but i'll meet you in right the now meet... what are you saying sorry i was gonna say right now we're really only looking to like cover no more than five seasons ish mm-hmm. four or five yeah so uh, i'll meet you in the middle max if we do house of the dragon we'll talk about game of thrones in it because it's it's very relevant it's a prequel to it so they have a lot of call uh, call forwards Whatever it is, they have a lot of mentions. Yeah, they have a lot of references. They have so much stuff going on in House of Dragons. So I definitely want to do it soon whenever we start up with TV shows. So stay tuned for that. We'll talk about Game of Thrones. We'll talk about how embarrassing the last couple seasons are. Enough of that. RP24, not to be confused with Chet West Stable, said Sopranos. Still haven't watched that. I think I haven't finished it, but I think I think it like is just outside of what we're looking for, I think it might be six. I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, I say I'm sure I'll have death threats and all that other stuff for not watching yet. There's so many shows I still need to watch. TV shows are so hard to get into. It's not like a movie where I can just watch like Child's Play. I watched it hour and twenty seven minutes. I'm done. Like Sopranos, it's the same thing with Game of Thrones. It's like when you start it, you got to be committed, and you got to be in for the long haul. And sometimes yeah. I'm just that's not what I'm looking for. But it's Very a great true. show. I know what happens. I know everything about it already. That's kind of also why I'm not like super excited to watch it because I already know what happens. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. It's definitely it's definitely a good mention. So stay tuned for that, Mr. RP24. And then uh, Emily Jones said, uh, Sons of Anarchy. That's actually a show that I've been meaning to get into a while too because I remember I'd always get uh, ads for it when I'd watch The Walking Dead on AMC. <clears throat> I've heard it's really good. But mm-hmm. I, again, I've also never gotten into it either. Yeah, I heard it's like a really good deal. Like, character, like just the characters on it are really compelling and all that kind of shit. So I'm always there for a, char- a good character story. Yeah, exactly. So 100%, same thing goes with Sopranos, same thing with Sons of Anarchy. Like, if we get into if it's one of those shows where we get enough love for it. Um, and I, I don't even know how many seasons Sons of Anarchy is, so I'm going to have to double check on that one. But look, if it's I'll reasonable... Yeah, exactly. Well, I'll read the other one if you want to look that join up. If it's reasonable, I'm dev- I'll never say no to good shows like that. Seven, seven seasons. It is on the longer yeah. side. Yeah. Okay. And then we had Mr. Father Quill said, "Start a spin-off podcast just covering anime with one with me and one of you boys hosting." That I is mean, a great idea, Paco. Yeah, it's like, that's a great idea, Paco. Uh, I don't know if we do a spin-off podcast just because uh, if you guys can't already tell, um, we're fucking. A mess trying to get one episode out a week sometimes. I mean, yeah. this episode's already late, so I mean, I'd be down to do episodes on anime 100%. I just don't know, absolutely. I mean, like, time... like, like something like Chainsaw Man's coming out right now, that's fantastic. Death Note, mm. something that's finished and already is good, or even mm. if we just cover some of the movies themselves, like super, like we just watched Broly and Superhero the other day, yeah, those were tough. Really fucking good. those were so mm. tough, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I have, yeah, 100%. Baka. Well. Well, we'll see. Uh, same thing with TV shows. The one, the one unfortunate thing with anime is is it there's not as much of a calling for it as there are for some of these other things. Yeah. That are that that are out there. Um, like movies is such a broad aspect where anybody can just be like, oh, I've never watched that movie, or I love this movie, yeah. and just listen to this. Or anime, it's like there's a certain group of people that are gonna be into it, and then a certain group of people who are just like, eh, I don't really feel like it, or eh, I don't yeah. like it. Yeah, it's definitely, uh, what's the word, uh, stigmatized, where it definitely it definitely has people that kind of just dislike it for the sake of it. And, I mean, that goes to every genre, but I think more so that one than many. But it, it's I think the best way to implement it would be like a sprinkling, where maybe we do The Boys, maybe we do game uh, House of Dragon, and then we have a little a little thing, like, all right, we've done a lot of these this type of show. What's Because I mean, anime, it's a very good refresher, because it's obviously not made by the same english uh american companies so there's a lot more yeah. refreshing like elements and all the storytelling that kind of stuff so and, and i do want to get some some overseas stuff in here like parasite or honestly squid yeah. games would be something on our list that that might be covered in the future yeah very true 
just something that's made by an, another because anything that's not made by um or made in or made from americans is just a, a nice refresher because there's just a lot different yeah. culture wise or just a lot less tropey too yeah. a lot less tropey because when hollywood finds something that they like they good luck trying it. to separate i said good luck trying to change it yeah but uh thank you guys for giving us all these uh Great shows. We're going to try to do as many as we can, but as you guys know, these shows are long, some of them. There's so much going into it. One season, I mean, look, look at House of Dragon. The first season of House of Dragon is fucking jam-packed. Jam-packed. So there's a lot to unpack when it comes to yeah. some of these shows. But we're slowly thinking about how we're going to get it involved. Uh, we have our mm-hmm. schedule planned out all the way into 2023, so TV shows won't come until at least then. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are coming in the near future. And like we said, we got, we got some on our list that, uh, I think we, or we think that you guys will enjoy. Mm-hmm. But I guess, this, uh, switching over, it's time for the numbers. Yes, sir. The numbers. Is. Give them to yeah. me. Yeah. So anyone new to this, we'll just go on IMDb, check out the uh, the ratings, see if there's any uh, outliers, see if there's any weird stuff that just sticks out to me right away. Uh, looking at it right away, uh, definitely lower uh, for the average of you. The average uh, vote, uh, the average rating was a 6.6 out of 10. Um, a little lower than I would have given it. I think I would have given it like by just a seven flat. But I mean, I, yes. I guess now that I think about it, that's point four points. So it's actually not that much of a difference. Uh, highest would be a seven at pretty much thirty percent. Uh, other than that, uh, six out of ten is a twenty-three percent. Uh, I'm trying to see if they're really. Eh, it's pretty uniform. Any, any outliers? Any weird numbers? Nah, uh, so. It, I mean, just, I, this kind of just shows the cult classic that it is. Uh, the 9 out of 10 is a 5.3, while the 10 is a 9%. Jesus. So it's like, so it's like 5%. So it goes from uh, 5% of people gave it a 9 to t- almost 10% of people gave it a 10. It's kind of just adding yeah, that, to like... That, that definitely shows it's 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 called... Uh, it's just, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know if that's yeah. how you say, would say it, but like... I was going to say, I, I don't even know. The longevity. Yeah. And just the overall fan base that is had for the longest time. I mean, we talked about like 30 fucking years. Uh, looking at the rating by demographic, uh, that's a, 23 people voted for that. So that's getting exempted. That's yeah, pretty. It's, it's, it's fucking always. All right. So I guess since two of these, I mean, females under 18, 23 people voted and they gave it a 7.8, which is by far the highest. I don't know what the hell's going on there. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the hell happened there. Uh, males under 18 is only 61 people voted on that one. Give it a 7.1. Those were the two highest, but since it's so low, sample size so low, we off that. So besides that, it's all pretty. It's pretty close. Uh, it's males 18 to 29 with a 6.7 out of 10 for the highest, and for uh, women it's 6.6, same age. So nothing crazy. No, uh, no, uh, no voodoo magic going on with these ratings. Nah, they're, they're, it, that's pretty average, pretty, pretty, pretty uh, what I would expect. Mm-hmm. That's all I got for you for the numbers. Word. All right. Well, you know what you're one of the only ones that matter, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, let's get in there. Let's get into our numbers. We'll start this off. DL, hit me with the story. Uh, I think I want to give it a three. Because I think, okay, I think, I mean, the thing is, I just want to have the hindsight of seeing the entire series play out. So I think the three is definitely like taken with a grain of salt. I think if I knew more what happens in the future, I think I could give the story more or less, depending on if they decide to keep some elements, toss some, whatever, whatever have you. Uh, But I'll give it a three just because I do think it's, I think it's interesting. I think having a doll being a killer, uh, and this is before Annabelle, I'm pretty sure. So mm-hmm. it's definitely one of the OGs when it comes because I mean you had all these other guys you have Jason you have Michael Myers you have Freddy where these guys are legitimately haunting terrifying like uh, foreboding individuals but then you just have a fucking doll and it's like 
at first glance, it's like, oh, wow, a doll is going to kill people. That sounds horrible and unrealistic. But put it on the screen, like on, in the movie, it's done it's really well. well done. Yeah, I say, it's done very well. Um, so as someone who has seen the entire franchise and kept up with it and really enjoys it, I also give the story a three. Yeah. Um, I think that the what this sets up is great. What they build on is great. The characterization of Chucky, Andy, just showing the progression throughout. It's This is a great place to start. And I'm very excited to see if you do dive in. And if you do, we'll probably end up covering it so everyone else can also see um, uh, how they continue to, to expand upon it helps as well. Mm-hmm. And then I guess moving on to acting, I also give that a three. Uh, most of those points are Brad Dorif. I'm not going to lie. I mean, he steals the show for the entirety of it. However, I also am going to give it to Alex Vincent because of how good and and like uh, how cute of a fucking kid he was like acting at six years old. Like yeah. a lot of the franchise doing as successful as it is, is because of those literally those two actors that I named. So, okay. Yeah. That's I, I I I agree with that. I'm just had a different number. I just gave it a two just because it's not even uh, the actors as a whole. It's just older movies. They just I I've talked yeah. about it a million times. They just suffer from having really bad uh, scripts and just or like just the uh, delivery of the some of the scenes is just definitely not on par. I mean, it 24 is a perfect example of it. Like the amount of child actors they have under their umbrella. I mean, you can see some like almost like they have like obviously the hereditary. They have all those movies and the show that child actors are literally better than some regular actors. So obviously like there's a lot there is there's a lot to take into consideration nowadays because I mean, these kids are being trained literally since probably around this kid's age, which is ridiculous and crazy. But yeah, like I, I, I can I can see I can definitely understand you giving it a three just because obviously I know you have a lot more of a connection to the series and that kind of stuff. You've seen a lot more of it. And seeing it from its roots definitely would boost it up a little bit, seeing like where it's come. Yeah, definitely. So but I, I'm not I'm not upset you giving it a two either. I think it's pretty you know Yeah. Like like good. line del- line delivery will always be a, a big ass at a question mark in older movies. Like there's oh, a sometimes where it's it's just I just don't believe it's coming out of the like the like the characters they're playing are actually concerned or whatever the situation would be. Mm-hmm. But I guess yeah. then jumping into originality, I gave it a three. Um, I, I I did as well. I'm for, sure we have pretty similar reasons for this one. Yeah, for most of the reasons I said in story slash writing, where it kind of is a it's a trailblazer. Yeah, I mean, there definitely like there were other killer dolls or spooky dolls or yeah. haunted doll movies in the in the past it just but, happened to be the one that made it mainstream or popular exactly this just happens to be the one that just sticks and, yeah. and the one that made it so great and like we said there's a reason why it has 30 some odd years of continuity to it because mm-hmm. of how how great this first one was mm-hmm. none of this would would have happened if it wasn't for this first movie yeah absolutely so I mean, I can't. I have no, nothing more to add to it. I, I, I think it's just a three just fits this really well. Mm-hmm. And then going into rewatchability, so this for me is where it takes a little bit of a hit. I brought this down to a two. Um, yeah. Like I said, I do. I do love this franchise. I enjoy watching this franchise. I think it's really fantastic. However, um, this one is not one of the ones I always go back to. I personally go back more to cult curse yeah 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 i agree yeah, and, yeah i i definitely agree with the rewatchability i mean it's just horror in general like most horror movies like when you so you see it once like there isn't there's nothing that's gonna like really stick out to you the second time there's no real reason there's no yeah, you uh, see it once it's really all you need to it yeah it's like it's not like these stories are hyper complex like you watch it once you have the gist like, yeah about it Then I guess jumping into cinematography, uh, I really don't even know what to do for this one, just because I have to give them the benefit of the doubt that it is old, older. I guess saying 1988 is old is kind of dating me a little bit, but uh, I give it a two, just because I don't think there was anything exceptional 
about the movie. Um, I don't think there's yeah. any one scene where I was really captivated or in awe. Uh, I thought the deaths were they were all right. Uh, seeing like um, the stunts that they did and all that kind of stuff, I think that was cool. But, yeah, that, I I love the the um, animatronics. Yeah, exactly. Like that was great, but it's nothing. Besides that's that, it's nothing revolutionary to it. Yeah, exactly. For a horror movie, you really got to be doing something crazy. Like, like the horrors has to be like the A twenty four kind of where like yeah. the half the movie is just the angle it's being shot from. Where this there is no like super purposefulness to the angle. I don't know. I don't know yeah. what the hell I just said, but you guys no, know what I mean. But I, I give I give it a two for that as well. Mm-hmm. So I guess adding it up. Uh, and this is a fun statistic I actually just looked at flipping back through my notes here. Um, so adding it up, that puts Child's Play at a 13 out of 20. And now if any of you are, you know, keen listeners, you might have picked this up. But uh, that also puts Texas Chainsaw Massacre, A Nightmare on Elm Street, and Child's Play all at 13 out of 20s, just with hmm. a different spread of numbers. Hmm. Yeah, I have 13, 12, 12. So I guess they are pretty close for me as well. It, I mean, this just shows how, how much these these original movies hold up, like these original yeah. horror movies and how great they are. And I'm interested mm-hmm. to see uh, what happens next week uh, with that entry to see if it changes or if it's around the same or what's mm-hmm. going to happen. Absolutely. But I get, I also, um, my scores total was a 12 out of 20. I don't know if I said it out loud, but 12 out of 20. That's what we got. Calm. Um, I guess just, you know, closing off with our usual final notes. Uh, I, I highly recommend watching it. And if you enjoy this movie, I definitely recommend continuing on with the franchise as well. Uh, mm. You'll get a nice kick out of it. It's nothing too spooky or scary. Like there's some classic jump scares, but nothing that's, you know, going to kill you. Yeah. I, I think this is also one that you could watch with your kids as well. One of the more family friendly mm-hmm. uh, horror movies, not so much as you continue in the franchise. Let me state, let me, let me make sure I state that here, but hmm. this movie in itself is one of the more family friendly entries. Hmm. Yeah. And I was just going to say the only, uh, the only thing I'd say about that is if your kid is a doll, they're probably gonna be scared shitless of it for a little while, but that's eh, sure. just the way the cookie crumbles. That is that's what it sure. is. I don't it's know not, if you have any, differenting thoughts though uh as you're not so familiar with the franchise uh no i, I think it's it's a great entry into the horror genre that we've been doing um different view i mean we've went texas chainsaw massacre bloody slasher nightmare on elm street bloody slasher both pretty serious um obviously a little bit less for the latter for nightmare on elm street but yeah but this, like, this is it, more of a, a little bit between a thriller and a slasher yeah like it's as lighthearted as you're gonna get for horror i guess you could say yeah yeah, watch uh, but it. I guess it's an hour and 27 minutes. Why the fuck not? Yeah, it's really calm. But thank you guys for tuning in. Um, you know, as usual, follow us on Instagram at the Staincast. Click the links in the bio for the Redbubble. Uh, the 31st is going to be the last chance to purchase the Halloween merch. So make sure you guys get that in soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but speaking of Halloween, we do have an episode that will be coming out early. On the 31st itself, it will be coming out that Monday, or we're going to try. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we will really try for you guys. We're going to try. We'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> um, but besides that, that will end Staintober. Uh, but stay tuned uh, next week, and stay tuned for Saturday with the question of the week for Halloween 1978. Yes, sir. Stay tuned. <laughs>